Hello, my name is Mohammed II and welcome to my podcast entitled The Ottoman Empire's Historical Figures. Today's topic is me, Mohammed II, and my life as a Sultan of the Ottoman Empire. The first part of this podcast will begin with some biographical facts that decisively shape the thought and action of my life, beginning with my rise to the Ottoman throne. In 1808, my half-brother and predecessor, Mustafa IV, ordered my execution along with my cousins, Selim III. The execution never quite occurred, but the murder of Selim and my escape from his assassins did arise. My successful escape happened all thanks to a Georgian slave named Sevri. I must give all of my gratitude to her. My accomplishments and reign would have never happened without her bravery and loyalty. So the story begins. Sevri was outside of the harem chambers where I was staying, and upon hearing the commotion outside, gathered ashes into her hands. The assassins attempted to gain entry into my chambers, but Sevri kept them away by throwing the ashes into their faces. With the assassins blinded, I was able to escape through the window and call for help from the roof. I was safely lowered to the ground and received the news that Selim was dead, naming me the Padishah or Sultan of the Ottoman Empire. In honor of Sevri, a stone staircase was named the Staircase of Sevri for the events associated with her. My second fact is that in 1826, I was able to eradicate the Janissary Corps, or the first modern standing army in Europe, which over time had become a liability to the empire. The eradication, formerly named the Auspicious Incident, has become my most famous accomplishment. The Janissary Corps began abusing the power that they gained in the palace, requiring that the sultans give them additional money in exchange for the continued support of the corps. The elimination of the defiant Janissary Corps removed an impediment for successful reforms for me and my posterity. The second part of this podcast will move on to explore the aims and policies that represent my philosophy and personal viewpoints, beginning with my aim of establishing and growing the Ottoman Foreign Affairs Office based on the foundation that was set by Selim III on the elements of international diplomacy. His foundation helped create my viewpoint on the emphasis of permanent diplomatic representation in Europe, and all of my hard work in opening up these offices paid off, as in 1834 permanent European embassies were established in Paris. Secondly, my most important philosophy branched off of the heavy taxation that some social classes endured. My firman, or edict, of February 22, 1834, stated that taxes could only be collected from the people semi-annually, and any additional collections would be deemed abuses by me, as I am bound to afford support to all my subjects against vexatious proceedings, to endeavor unceasingly to lighten instead of increasing their burdens, and to ensure peace and tranquility. Therefore, Those acts of oppression are at once contrary to the will of God and to my imperial orders. The last part of this long spiel consists of my feelings about my nation and the events and experiences that have shaped my attitude towards my country. Firstly, my instigation of legal reforms throughout the empire truly made me come to understand my commitment to my people. 
An experience that helped exemplify my feelings towards the Ottoman Empire was my regular attendance of the divans, or state council meetings. These meetings had been avoided by past sultans as a result of Suleiman I preceding such a custom. But my break in the cycle allowed me to comprehend the amount of effort it would take to run this nation smoothly and keep the people happy. My country, my attitude, and my effort must work together for the country to operate seamlessly. Secondly, after Greece broke off of the empire and declared independence, I began to prioritize the rebuilding of a stronger, more persistent Ottoman navy. Greek independence motivated me to understand that I cannot let the Ottoman Empire lose more territory than can be helped. By innovating the navy through acquiring the world's largest ships, my sense of duty to the Ottoman Empire and its people continues to grow every day, and I am optimistic that the empire shall never let its everlasting glory diminish. I hope that we are all able to take away from my life an impact on the Ottoman Empire. Thank you for listening to my podcast.